0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Bring It On Podcast. I am Aaron. I am your host. I might be a bit crazy, sometimes obsessed, a little bit overdramatic, probably sometimes, but hey, I'm passionate about what I believe in, and I'm not scared to speak it out loud. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. So, that being said, let's go. Well, what's up, friends? How's it going, everybody? Um, Happy Saturday, because it's Saturday, December 17th, 2022, and I was lazy and did not record this week. Uh, Danielle and I kind of took a fuck off day yesterday, and yeah, took a fuck off day yesterday, We had a two-hour delay for school, so um, things kind of got janked around, and and we just said to hell with it and went. So, here we go. All fun and games. It was good. Um, Oh, dang it. Hold on. Okay, sorry. Had to blow my nose. You don't want to sit here and listen to me sniffle for however long I'm on here, (laughs) because that's rude. All right. I've been like having some issues with my audio. So if this is completely blown to pieces, I do apologize. So hopefully it's not total fucking garbage. So I hope your week went well this week and um, everybody has survived and your vehicles have not gotten crashed into or ditched or any of that stuff, you know, because winter decided to finally show up. And that makes for fun road conditions that we all know and love here in the Midwest. It's great. Um, I say sarcastically because as we were coming home yesterday afternoon from Cedar Falls, it was starting to become bumper cars. It was great. I'm like, oh, it's time for us to get the hell out of Dodge because before somebody runs into us, because that's no fun. I don't want somebody crashing into me. Like my car has what, like 196 or 197,000 miles on it. And I don't want to buy another one. So like people stay away from me. I don't want wrecked. (laughs) I don't want another car payment. I've like had no car payment for a hot minute and I kind of like it. And my car is still in pretty good shape, but, um, you know, it's been, it's been well worn. It's, I drive the shit out of that thing. And I really honestly, if it wasn't so small, I would buy another one. Um, just because it's, I like it. I have a four runner and, uh, I really like it. I went from driving a three-quarter ton four-door Duramax to a V6 Toyota 4Runner. And let me tell you, like, it was, it probably took me a solid year to stop bitching about the the lack of power. <laughs> but when you go from a Duramax to a V6, I mean, come on, it's a big change. And... uh <clears throat> It was an adjustment period, but I got to say this little thing handles like a dream and crappy on crappy roads. It really does. I was very impressed that first winter, um, when the road started to get crappy because it really does. It's very light and the wind blows. It is the only bad thing. But, um, other than that, it handles like a dream on crap roads. So I would recommend it. They're a great vehicle. So anyways, um, Yeah gosh, I don't know. I feel like my audio is going to be jacked, but we're just going to run with it because I'm not going to fuck with it again. Uh, yeah. So anyways, is the 17th. How many days till Christmas? Uh, less than 10. What do we got? Like a week, a week and a half. When is Christmas? Um, Christmas is on a, looks like a Sunday. So a week from tomorrow. So I guess if you haven't gotten your Christmas shopping done, I guess you probably better get on that. Don't order online. You are not going to get it before Christmas. If you already have not ordered it online, I don't care what they say. If they guarantee whatever shipping, mm, fuck all because they can't predict the weather. People, be real. Because it's going to make you mad when your stuff doesn't show up before Christmas. Just let me give you that little tidbit. (laughs) If it's not two weeks, Uh, Yeah, you really need a two week cushion just because sometimes shit happens and then like you expect it and then it doesn't show up until afterwards and then you're mad. So just don't do it. Don't do it. Save yourself the agony. Go, go beat the crowds, fight the crowds, go get out there, get the rest of your crap if you need it or just don't. You know, greenbacks are great gifts. (laughs) Oh, shoot, because we were out yesterday and it was Friday and we got to Cedar Falls I don't know probably about 11 o'clock or so oh my god the place was chaos I'm like this is why I don't go out shopping or anything like that but I had to pick up some stuff from Shields that I had ordered online and it was super easy but like there were cars everywhere and people everywhere in the middle of the day on a Friday I'm like what the fuck don't you people have jobs and we laughed because you know what are we doing (laughs) Don't we have a job? Shouldn't we be at work? Well, you know, I work from wherever I'm at. I answer phone calls, take emails, text, whatever. And you just do, I do my thing. I'm very blessed to have the position that I have, and I'm able to work from wherever I'm at. As long as I have my phone and an internet connection, I'm golden. So, and I don't have to depend on Wi-Fi. So that would really suck. That would really suck. So I really don't have a topic to talk about today, but you know, um, I talk too much as it is. So here we are. We'll, we'll roll into something. Um, looking ahead to New Year's, I just finally got my poop in a group and got, uh, the kettlebell classes loaded and announced, um, for starting in January. So I thought like, you know, you do, you do your workouts and you get bored, right? So I wanted to change things up. I mean, I get bored too. I love, teaching spin class. I love spin class. But like, because it's loud music, it's fun. And you know, it's a good time. Like even I need to change shit up every once in a while and like add something else, something new, something different, just to keep that um, excitement going, I guess. You know, I suffer from ADD. So like I'm a fart in a skillet. I need something to like bring me back. And there's nothing wrong with changing up, excuse me, your workout routine. To keep yourself engaged. I mean, if that's what you have to do to keep yourself engaged, then do it. Like, nobody says that you have to do the same thing all the time because that's boring. You get bored. Plus, then that's a good way to end up with, like, overuse injuries, like stress fractures, and then you're stuck in a boot for, like, six weeks like I am right now, which is annoying, and I'm kind of crabby, and it's annoying. So changing up your routine is good. Um, and strength training is amazing and I'm not, I really struggle with this. I never really liked to lift or do strength training, but man, does it make a huge fucking difference? Like when I finally wrapped my head around it and decided that, yes, you need to do this. You can't just run then or bike, you know, like once I started strength training, um, my performance Really, my ability to run faster, run longer, ride faster, ride longer, all those things increased a lot, like a lot. So I think the last time, I mean, I talked about this, it's been a few months ago that I went out and I ran just like five and a half miles or something, and I burned out like an 840 pace for the whole thing. And I think my fastest race pace has ever been like nine. And that's it. So that was like that was like a big um, solidifying moment, I guess, for me. Not really so much an epiphany, but like, oh, okay, yeah, it really does work. So I've been trying to add in different movements. I have this rower. Okay, so I bought this rower um, from a gal. It's like a cheap at-home rower. But this is proof that you don't have to have like expensive, fancy equipment to get the job done. It works. Um, I'm able to adjust the resistance up enough to, t- to kick my own ass and I can kick my own ass with it. Um, so I've started using that rower more because I feel like I'm not quite strong enough on the posterior chain, which is pretty normal for people um, unless you are a regular lifter. Or do a lot of uh, body weight resistance because most of our movement is forward we we walk um, most of our you know stuff is out in front of us and whatnot so like we get weak on the back side. I've done and a rower man I'm telling you what like a rower if you do it right um, it's a hell of a lower body workout and man it is a glute burner. like <laughs> I've done it I done a rower three times this week. I think yeah three times this week well yeah in the last week the first one was Saturday and then Monday and then yesterday so in the last week I've been on my roar like three times the first time was I like, ended up like total 40 minutes the second time I think it was only like 10 or 15 because I was just shot I couldn't handle it and then yesterday was a total time of 20 how I do it is I break it up in like it'll have a readout on it it's got time and then some other things and then calories. So like I did, I'll do like a 15 calorie row. And then Monday, I think I only hacked 10 and only did like three times as I was toast. Um, And then yesterday I did five rounds on the rower at 15 calorie rows. So um, it ends up being about four to five minutes each time I go like a 15 cal. Um, So it was like ended up being 20 minutes yesterday. And then my circuit of push-ups, sit-ups, and squats for the next I don't know month or so. So we're doing 30 for the kids, and um, one of the workouts is 100 push-ups, 200 sit-ups, and 300 squats. So I've been incorporating the rower, throwing that in there with that circuit, and then I so I just did that five, and then I finished off. So I do like break it up into 10, 20, 30 reps, and do it 10 rounds. So that's how like you know how do you eat an elephant, right? By take small bites. So if you've got something big like that's a lot to do. I can't crank out a hundred fucking push-ups in one shot. No way. Like I can barely do ten because I'm a wimp. Um, when it comes to push-ups, that is like one of the weakest things. Push-ups, pull-ups. I just don't have the upper body strength. So like that's really a focus of mine over this winter is to build that upper body strength. Why? Because I'm weak there, and I'm a triathlete. <laughs> And I want to do another 70.3 and swimming takes a lot of upper body strength and I'm fucking weak. So if you go out in a race and you just smash yourself in the swim, your upper body, that affects your ride because you have to hold handbars, and it takes more upper body strength when you're riding outdoors than what you really think it does, especially if you're riding 56 miles and then you run your arms, you know, when you run, you run with your arms, right? And if your arms are fatigued, they're going to be slow and you're not able to run as fast. That's a thing. It is legit a thing. So my focus is a lot of upper body strength and endurance for the winter going forwards. It's going to suck. Um, But, you know, embrace the suck, right? Do what you got to do to get the outcome that you want. And like, I am not a pro. I am not somebody that podiums every time I go out and race. Like, I've hit the podium once. And that was probably only because a bunch of people didn't show up. I mean, you can only beat who shows up, right? But a podium's a podium. And I'll take it. It was third place at Clear Lake last year. And, um, like, my swim time was fucking garbage. We've talked about this before. The number one and number two went 23 and 25 minutes on the swim. And mine was 40. So... I stayed right. I was like just seconds behind their split times for the bike and the run both. So had I like been able to swim well, you know, I could have been a hell of a lot closer time-wise. I don't know if I would have, you know, beat them or anything like that, but um, that's pretty remarkable. So had somebody who can bike as well as me and run as well as me and swim better than me shown up one more person, I would not have podiumed. So it's that simple, but you can only, you can only beat who shows up that day and it was fucking cold, <laughs> but uh, I think the water was like 62 degrees. I think it was, so it was wetsuit legal, like almost wetsuit required. I think there was one dude that went no wetsuit um, and it was cold and I, I had full, I took both wetsuits. I have a sleeveless and then I also have one long sleeved one and I wish I would have went with the sleeveless. But it was, I was like, eh, because even in that, even in that cold water, like I froze up because a wetsuit is supposed to be tight. Okay. So you don't suck a bunch of water in and everything and it helps you float. But I could not breathe in that thing. The first like 400 yards, I could not fucking breathe. And I like was dying. So, and then it just get, then you get in your head. So it's, it's a, it's total swimming for me is a total mental thing. Yeah, it's very technical It requires um, ha- swimming properly, which is, again, it's a thing. And it's hard. Swimming is hard, especially when you try to learn how um, learn how to do it later in life. Like, I didn't start really trying to swim until I was in my 40s. Blah. So if you have kids, definitely encourage them, keep them swimming. it it will help them. I mean, not everybody's going to race triathlon or anything like that, but it's definitely a good skill to have, especially if they learn it young and get good at it young. So I don't know, just a little, little tidbit, my thoughts, food for thought, I guess, whatever. (sighs) So I was not planning on talking about racing today, but here we are. So, um, it's, it's fun. I like doing it. It's, and that, and that's why I do it is because it is fun. It's challenging. And it gives me something to work for. You don't always like have to have a carrot out there to chase, but man, I tell you what, it is very helpful to keep you going. And if you need stuff to keep you going and keep you showing up and doing the work and doing the workouts and, you know, keeping your physical body in shape better than what you would if you didn't have that carrot out there, then why not? Why not use that? Why not utilize that as, as fuel for the fire? I do it and it helps. And if it makes it a little bit easier, I mean, not necessarily easier, but it gives me that little kick in the ass to keep going. I mean, I say it all the time, just put a, put a race, pick a race. Even if it's like a 5k and you're going to fucking walk it, who cares? Everybody's level is different. Everybody's, um, everybody is like, I hate the word journey now. It's been so overused, but Everybody is like Trek through life and through their health and fitness is, is different. Everybody's at a different spot, you know, um, and inevitably we're going to suffer setbacks, AKA sitting here in a fucking boot. And then, you know, it kicks you back and then you got to start, you know, further back and build again. But if you, if you keep doing it, you don't lose all that. I'm not losing all my fitness by not being able to run. Is it going to be difficult when I start running again? Yeah, it's going to be hard, but is it, it's, it's not as hard as it was when I very first started, you know? So there's that. I mean, I still have my fitness. I can still lift. I can still, um, spin. <laughs> it kind of looks like a monkey fucking football when I spin because I'm in this boot, but hey, you make it work and I have to have this, like I have to have this little piece in my, in my life, or I'm going to go nuts. I need to burn off the crazy. It, it just is. That's the way it is. I have to burn off the crazy. And I know I'm not the only one. If you get in a regular workout routine, your body gets used to those endorphins and it feels good. It makes you feel good. You feel strong. You feel, um, you know, feeling sore is not a bad thing. That's actually, I don't love it but I have an appreciation for it because I know that it is building and it's making me stronger. And that's my goal is I want to be strong, fast, so I can kick your ass. (laughs) That's basically kind of what my little mantra is. And it's nothing personal against anybody or anything like that. But it's just that little thing that I tell myself on my head is like, I want to be better. I want to be better than myself. I want to be better than myself last year. I want to be, I mean, even not necessarily like faster, but if I can go do the next marathon that I go, okay, so the first marathon that I did was in April in Carmel, Indiana, and I wanted to fucking die. I hit like mile 17, and man, I was ready to pack it in it was, that was like the hardest thing I've ever done. And, um, there's a difference between doing a triathlon and just straight running a marathon. And I know I have a lot of friends that say doing a full Ironman is easier than running a full marathon, just a straight full marathon. And I'm like, how? Because you swim and then you bike and then you run a full fucking marathon at the end. But it's, it's different because, how you do it. Like if you go run just a straight marathon, you're going to go out there and you're going to push yourself as hard as you can for 26.2 miles. Right. And you're just running. So you don't have to worry about all the other stuff. So you're just pouring everything into that run. And well, when you do a full Ironman, man, you got like a lot. So I mean, it's a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile on the bike, and then a full marathon, 26.2 miles. So it's 140.6 miles. It is not fast, (laughs) by any means. It's not fast. Are there people out there that will go out there and like fucking crush it? Yes, there are. And they're, I mean, I have like oodles and oodles and oodles of respect for them. They're amazing athletes. But like for somebody like me, okay, listen, I have no desire to do a full distance Ironman. Like I don't want to. A, because that's a 2.4-mile swim. Fuck that. <laughs> For real. Oh, I would rather go run 100 miles than, than do a full Ironman. It, it just, swimming's not my thing. The bike part, the bike part's awesome. But I've never ra- ridden over, what's my longest bike ride? I think my longest bike ride might be 50 miles, 50 or 56. I don't know. I don't think I've done the full 56. Because when I did Uh, Des Moines they shortened the bike course so we didn't do the full 70.3 so I still have not done a full 70.3 distance which is irritating me and why I'm so itchy to do another one because I just want to check it off my list to know that yeah I can do it I know I can do it like the hard part for me was the swim and I was so scared I was not going to make the swim cutoff when I did Des Moines and I made the swim cutoff. Um, it was wetsuit optional. I opted not to wear the wetsuit because the water was like 70, what, 72, 73, 74 degrees, something like that. Had I put a wetsuit on, I would have fucking died out there. Uh, I would have overheated and just gotten way too, it, it would have been bad. But um, so I did not go with a wetsuit. And the thing with a wetsuit is it's easier to swim because it helps you float. Like, you're not going to sink if you got a wetsuit on. And um, I opted to not to because I was afraid I was going to get too hot. And I wanted to see if I could actually fucking do it on my own. And I could. And I did. It was not pretty. By any any stretch of the imagination, it was not pretty. It was ugly. And it was very hard. But I did it. And I didn't die. I got run over by some big fucking dude in the last turn. I had like, I don't know, 200 yards left to go. And this dude just like buried me underwater. And, um, but I came up and I was fine and like super disoriented, but then I had a cramp cramp in my foot, but it just sucked it up and just muscled out that last 200 yards because you could see the swim exit and you just keep fucking going. Like you got to get out of the water. You just can't stay there. So you may as well just keep going. And you can't like hitch a ride with a boat or you DNF, which just means do not finish. You disqualify. You're you're done. And I had no idea time-wise how much time I had left, if I was even going to be allowed to get on the bike. And I did. I made it with like 10 minutes to spare or something like that. I don't even remember what it was now, but I had plenty of time to do it, which was amazing for me because I'm a slow swimmer. I'm not a strong swimmer. So that's something that, I will be working on I'm you know and building that upper body strength through the winter uh, is going to be beneficial for that so that's kind of my target for this winter um, going into next spring because I just I got legs all day man like I can run and I can pedal but that whole upper body thing is lacking excuse me I did not belch in your ear you're welcome I will drink take a drink though because the air is really dry in here and I did teach spin class this morning so I'm a little bit um dehydrated I think I feel a little bit parched (laughs) like I went out and had a big bender last night but I didn't (laughs) I didn't I don't have a headache this morning either it's fine I probably should well I know I need to go to the chiropractor, but it's kind of pointless because I'm in this boot. So I'm all cattywampus. So as soon as he fixes me that I'm going to be, I don't know, 24 hours and I'm all fucked up again because I'm cattywampus in this boot walking around. And I don't have a shoe that's as tall as my boot. And like there's an insole in my shoe that gives me a lift, but like I need like another two inches to make it even. So I just, I'm cattywampus for a little while. So Whatever. I'll get all fixed up when I get this taken, this healed up and I can walk like a normal human again and it'll be fine. And then I'll be looking forward to running again, but that'll have to be eased back into. You got to ease back into that when you like fuck yourself up. <laughs> Just like anything else. Um, last last time I was on here, my buddy Travis popped in and I took a break and we chatted with him for a while And he had a pacemaker put in. And he is like a super go-getter too. Like this. And he is going fucking crazy. Sitting. Doing nothing. And because he normally like the dude will walk like 8-10 miles a day. No shit. Um, Always on the go. Always moving. So this like has stopped him dead in his tracks because he can't do like hardly anything. He is like supposed to not do anything while he heals. Because he had a pacemaker put in. So they're like putting wires into his heart and shit so like screwing that up is probably not a good idea so he's been like I can't even imagine I'd be going bonkers I totally understand feel his pain of just like sitting there spinning circles because you can't do anything and I mean I'm irritated because I'm like on the bench but at least I can do stuff Um, I'm not totally down and out and completely grounded like next to being chained to a chair or something like that is probably he's started walking a little bit but he's he's taking it easy he's behaving himself so he heals because that's something you don't want to mess up but I get it injuries suck I would rather no I wouldn't I was going to say I would rather be starting over from scratch than being rehabbing from injury but I no no I, I take that back. I, I do not. I would not rather not have be starting over from scratch because starting over sucks. It's hard. It's so hard. And, like, I understand why so many people just give up and just say, fuck it. Being fit is not for me. I get it. I get it. I've been there too, man. Like, I used to be carrying around an extra 40 pounds. And I look at those pictures and I'm just like, fuck. Wow, how did I let myself get there? Because that's what it is, is is allowing my is I did it myself. Nobody else did it to me or for me or whatever. It was all me. It was all me and it it has to be all me to fix it. It Just like it has to be all you to fix it. If you're there, if you're if you stand in the mirror and you look at yourself and you're just disappointed with yourself, like what the hell? And mad it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be mad at yourself. I mean, really? Because we do it to ourselves. And we just yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Trust me. I I have a, a very big fuck it bucket. And I've thrown it in the fuck it bucket a lot. But then I'm like, slap myself. I'm like, get back together. Get it back together. Come on. You can do it. Yes, you can do it. I did it. Other people do it. I have a couple of friends that have hit the, lost the 100-pound mark. And you know what? They're not done. They're not done yet. They have come so far and accomplished so much. But they still have goals. They still have like things that they want to hit. They want to they change. They want to improve. It's not just about watching that number on the scale go down. That is so not it. It is being able to lift heavy things, being able to move without aches and pains and not being able to do things. The whole not being able to do things is just a total mindfuck. It's like an injury. You can't do it. So you're aggravated. So what do we do when we're aggravated? We sit and we pout and woe is me and have a pity party, or you don't. And you do what you can. You know, sometimes just doing what you can, for the time being, is what you have to do. And like, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just doing what I can. And I've had to get creative with the things that I can do. And because I could just say, fuck it. Put my feet up for six weeks, sit on my ass, let my foot heal, and then, you know, go back to it in six weeks. Probably gain 20 fucking pounds, but or more. Um, And I don't want to do that. I've already put on seven. That's enough. And I know that. And I'm like, not really in my head about it. I'm like, Jesus, here we go again. But that's it. Okay, get back to work. And that's just it. So I'm taking that opportunity of slowing down or taking this opportunity because it's an opportunity. Yes, is it an injury? Yes, has it set me back? Yes, but it's also an opportunity to figure out how to overcome it. What else can I do to get around this? What else can I do to keep myself moving forward? Progressing. I will always want to be progressing. I don't want to like stagnate out and just sit. Maybe that's the ADD because <laughs> I can't sit still. So I guess that maybe that that's a, that's a beneficial thing. Cause like I got to go, I got shit to do. I can't sit here and just stare at the TV for hours upon hours upon hours. I can't sit still. I gotta go. I gotta move. And that's probably one of the things that saves me is that I cannot sit still. I always got to be doing something. So my brain is like on overdrive trying to figure out what exactly, what can I do? What can I do that's not going to set me back further? Because that's a thing that can happen. I've done that shit before. I know. So I've had to force myself to remember, okay, just because you think you feel better and things feel better, like don't be dumb because once you hit a certain point, that setback is just going to set you back even further. So I'm trying to like mom my own self in my own head to keep myself from doing something stupid Um, but it has to be done okay I gotta grab a drink and my shaker bottle is loud it's one of those stainless steel blender bottles it has baby Yoda on it it says stronger than you think than you think I bought it on sale last year Oh, I'm sorry it's the Mandalorian whatever but it's baby Yoda. I kind of like it. I use the crap out of it, but the only thing I don't like about it is it's easy to get the cap on sideways. Oh my God. And then you shake it up and then shit just goes everywhere and makes a really big mess. Anybody else have that problem? Mm-hmm. Especially when you do it early in the morning, you're really not paying attention to what you're doing and you put the lid on crooked and you're, it's bad if it's protein shake. Cause that makes a bigger mess. Usually I put my BCAAs in this and, uh, It's not so so messy because it's more like water. Uh it just it just goes everywhere, but that you don't have like protein shakes splattered all over the place. Because that makes a really big mess. I've done that before. Hate it when I drop on um shit. I forgot what I was just gonna say. (laughs) Oh yeah. I hate it when I drop it on the floor because then it just spews literally everywhere. In our house, <laughs> our house was built in 1970. Well, in the 70s, they like to put carpet in the kitchen. Yeah, you just you I, I've dropped a protein shake on the floor before in my kitchen on the carpet. And it is nasty. Like I, I, I am so I'm just gonna want to barf when we take when we finally if we ever take the carpet out before I die. Um, out of the kitchen in living room It's like that blue indoor outdoor carpet is kind of what it looks like. I don't know. I think it looks like indoor outdoor carpet. I don't know what it is, but it's like, not like shaggy or anything like that. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but when that comes off or when that shit comes out, ugh, I'm, I'm gonna, Oh, it's gonna be gross. I used a carpet cleaner on it one time, which is probably not a good idea. Oh look at that. My watch is telling me to move my ass. Um I used a carpet cleaner on it one time and it was like legit mud. It was mud that came out. It was so gross. It was so gross. And I'm like, this is probably not even helping because it's probably just soaking the actual carpet. And then it's on, you know, the floor's plywood, so it's probably just yeah, it's probably not a good idea. But I did it and I mean it looked better, but I mean, does it really make that big of a difference in how clean it is? Probably not. It's been in there for 40 some years. <clears throat> so, yeah, probably not really doing that much for it. Just really not. It would, I don't know how I'm going to act when we actually, like, rip apart the kitchen and redo it. Someday. Someday. Maybe before I die. We'll see. Anyways, so I guess kind of random today really really random today you guys are shocked I know you're shocked <laughs> like oh all right well I've been like verbally vomiting in your earballs for like 33 almost 34 minutes with really not much of a purpose today I don't feel like so it was nice chatting with you I hope you guys have a great weekend and I'm gonna get the fuck out of here go home take a shower Livy has a birthday party this afternoon at Get Air, and it's my anniversary, so we're gonna go for dinner. Oh, we're gonna, okay, so we're gonna go to the six o'clock Avatar movie. So we're gonna go like old people dinner time, like four (laughs) o'clock. You know what, though? You guys, I so recommend it because, no, I'm not going to, because then all you fuckers are gonna do it too. But like going early, it's like this, it's not really crowded. It's kind of nice. You get in and out before it gets crazy. You don't have to wait. I sound like an old person, (laughs) but they got to figure it out. (laughs) I'm saying they got to figure it out. So, and then we're going to go watch the Avatar movie in 3D. It's three hours and 12 minutes long. I looked last night. I was like, holy shit. But I think it's going to be rad. I love the Avatar movies. Um, Love them, hate them, whatever. But that's what we're doing tonight. So, I have to... um, i let you know what I think about it. I'm super pumped and I'm really going to have to be careful with my intake on liquids because I don't want to have to have a potty break in a three-hour movie. <laughs> if you know, you know, man. If you know, you know. So, all right, that's it. That was way too much information <laughs> for you today. So I hope you guys have a good weekend. I am going to try to get my happy ass in here at least once next week, if not twice. The goal is two times. We'll see if we can make it happen because it is the final week of business for me with work. So like everybody is shitting bricks and uh it's been fucking nuts and not having inventory has been like a super pain in my ass, but now I have a few consignments at least that I can move, so um I don't know. We'll see what happens if we can get some stuff moved for the end of the year because it's the end of the year push makes me insane, but it's fun, you know, but everybody's like, ah, so that makes it interesting. So that's it. Have a fantastic day. Keep the dirty side down and I will catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate you guys so much. Really, honestly, I do. Have a kick-ass day.